to another Katara's Cafe. And you will see this right now on the starting five. All right. And ladies and gentlemen, just so you know, I was at True Radio Network for about five years. I transferred to the starting five. So I will always, all my my future links, I'll see starting five on it just so people know in the future. All right. So let's get into this. I have a special guest with me, but, and um, her name is S. Frost. And I'm, Hi. hello, welcome, welcome. I'm getting into her book now. I am very excited to read that book. Um, I took in a short break from reading. Well, sort of a short break from reading while I get all some other stuff done. So y'all probably reading this for the rest of the night. So I'm excited about that. So I'm going to get right into it. Welcome Esperos again. I am very glad that you came with me today. And my first question is growing up, what were your dreams and goals? Funny enough, I always thought I would be an actress. I have no idea why. I guess I wanted to be a storyteller of some kind. I wanted to uh, bring people to life. So I always thought that I would be able to act until I actually had to do it and I had the worst stage fright ever. Aw. <laughs> all right. <laughs> I think we've all been there, but that's understandable. <laughs> great, great. When did you know that um, you wanted to become a writer? You know what? I never really made the decision that I was going to do it, really. Uh, I kind of, like, fell into it. Uh, I was going to therapy when I was younger, and because I do suffer from depression and stuff like that. And so the therapist said, you know, it's best to write out your feelings if you can't talk to anybody. So I would just write, and then I noticed when I would write, one thing led to a poem or a song or, you know, I was I would, I would start a short story or something. But the problem was, I would never finish it. I always would just leave it and never finish it. Until um, about two years ago, I was, I, I had written something, but I didn't finish it once again. And my cousin came and said, you know what? I think you can do this. You can do this. And then I saw someone that says, uh, that said, as long as you can write a sentence a day, you'll get in the habit of finishing whatever you're writing. So that's what I, I challenged myself every day to write something. And then like six months later, I had a book. Nice, nice. That's very good, very good. And, and I, I see that was, that was one obstacle you, you had as being a writer. What other obstacles that you had once you uh, regularly started writing? Um... Like, really making sure that I was listening to my voice. You know, um, everybody has an opinion and has advice, and it's always good to listen. Uh, so I'm never going to say you shouldn't listen to it, but you got to know your inner voice and what you want to put out, because whether you succeed or you fail, you want to do it on your own terms. So you want to make sure that what you're putting out that – is something that you can live with because remember in books, they last forever. So you want to make sure that you putting out something that you can say, okay, five years from now, you know what, or 10 years from now, I'm okay with that. I'm okay that I put that out. I may not be that same person, but I'm okay with that book. Right. Right. And that's, that's a very, very good 
point. As long as you're okay with that, right, or with that story or that piece of work, then yeah. it, right, five, 10 years ago, someone's going to discover it and they may think it's great. And, and even though that was maybe your first, first, you know, mm -hmm. they may think it's great. So yeah, that's, that's definitely some, some great advice. And I know that you said your cousin was, um, an influence in your life as far as writing. What else was um, an influence or other, some other influences in your life for writing? Well, I mean, basically my family, it went from my cousin saying that I could write, then my sister got me into reading books, romance books. So then I said, well, I can write that, you know, just thinking off the top of my head. And so, like I said, I went to challenge myself and then I, I started writing. Then my husband said, you know what, when you're reading all these romance books and you wrote a romance book, why don't you send it to any of those people, look in the back of it, see who the publisher is, and maybe you can send it. And I swear that may have the God gift because I actually did that and it went to Christina Gray. Um, and after hours, and an hour later, she called me back and signed me. Nice, very good. Congratulations. I am uh, familiar with her, and I guess that's a she's a publishing, she has a publishing business. Yeah, she's uh, yeah, she she's also an author. She was once Sapphire, and now she's Christina Gray, and now she has uh, after hours presents the publication. So I was with them for I think two years under a different pen name. Okay. Okay. Nice. Okay. So, yeah. So and she helped me a lot along the way too. She taught me about how because you know you think a lot of times, oh, I'm gonna write this book and that's the end when you're done. Really is not. It's really the beginning because you got to get the advertising, you got to get the word out there. People want to know who you are. I mean, and then you have to be able to be comfortable enough to answer questions about the story. So it's a lot of work. Just writing is the very beginning, believe it or not. <laughs> nice. Yes. And, and you nailed it. Uh, me, <laughs> I'm in between two different books right now, and they're from different sides of the spectrum. I have one book that is, I think, I think it's, it's, it would be considered urban fantasy, mm -hmm. uh, and it's like a retelling of Red Riding Hood, there it's, mm -hmm. but it's different, and then now I am writing a devotional book, yes, <laughs> that's how. See, and, and, I, and I love that, because another thing of it is, uh, when it comes down to this business, everybody wants to pigeonhole you into one genre, and <laughs> I, I'm not that kind of person. I've written paranormal. I've I write mostly interracial and suspense. I've I've done black on black romance, you know. And I remember somebody did one time tell me, well, you know, you you you're going in all these different genres. People will never know what you what to expect from you. I was like, but isn't that the point of a book to never know what to expect? So I I feel I just write what. I want to write at the time. Whatever sticks in my brain and it keeps knocking at that door, that's what I'm going to write. Yes, exactly. I've, I've always felt comfortable when people can't expect a lot from, you not a lot, but can't expect what I'm going to do yeah. next. I'm like, well, that's me. I'm not going to sit here and tell you what I'm doing. You're going to have to figure that out. Yeah. <laughs> so that's, that's great. Very good. And I can tell from from the book I'm reading now that I know that I'm going to be expecting some, some different directions there. So that's <laughs> always a great thing. Great. Okay. 
And, um, oh, great, yeah. And so, speaking of which, you said different, what what's, are some of your future projects um, in ter terms of writing? Uh, and I know, you, yeah. Mm -hmm. I have uh, the book Deception, uh, a mafia romance that's coming out. It's a suspense love, but it's about the mafia. <laughs> so my first mafia book so fingers crossed um yeah i wrote that and then um i'm writing part two to that right now and then i have one called deceit is just uh it's just about a girl and a guy and lies that have been told that has broken had broken them apart and then it's about forgiveness and then finding your way back to that love, even though tragic things have happened or something has happened. And then from there on, I'm back to murder mystery and stalking. I've already done another book that's got people trying to figure out who killed who or who's after who or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> great, great, nice. Well, I look forward to those. And, and we will be talking about uh, one of those, one of your projects in a moment. Um, but first, tell me about the book that you're writing now, the game or game. Sorry. Well, the game, the game was the one that I already wrote because yeah. it's uh, game one and two. And it's basically uh, about a character named Gus. He becomes a movie star. And then all of a sudden his ex-girlfriend is murdered and he's been set up for the murder. But the person doesn't stop there. The person wants to make him suffer for a past mistake that he is hiding. And the romance part comes in where he hires a detective from his past, a private eye, to help him find out what's going on. But the whole time he's been in love with her, the whole time anyway. Ah, okay, nice, nice, okay. And, um, and, and just to get some background of that book, um, so, and, and just also to let our fans know how authors do a lot of research, I, I'm, I'm assuming you did some research on uh, detective uh, work and stuff? Well, well, really, I didn't have to. My husband oh, okay. thinks it's kind of creepy because I watch nothing but murder mysteries. Oh, okay. Okay. So I'm like a huge fan. I'm watching Dateline, 48 Hours, you know, anything that has, you know, because I'm like, okay, these are learning things. I'm going to learn to survive if I ever get in that situation. <laughs> so a lot of times, you know, I may take things from, uh, from real cases and may put it in there and say, okay, this is what happened, and then put my own spin on it. So luckily for me, I try to write what I already know about and what I like. Now, if it's something that I don't know, I will absolutely do the research for. I will do uh, all kinds of statistics or whatever it is. But yeah, most of the time, I just try to write what I'm already interested in because I want it to be authentic as possible. So like with the mafia, I watch a lot of stories about the different mafia people. So, you know, I was able to write that. So yeah, I, I watch a lot of murder mysteries. <laughs> Right. Yeah. And hey, that's that's how you learn. I've watched Dateline, some other ones. The one actually on um, the Black, I call it the Black Channel, but I know it's not what it's called. It's, uh, what's it called? Uh, one, 
Uh, yes, I like Fatal Attraction. Yes, that one. That one. <laughs> yeah, I've watched those. Those are um, those. Are, those obviously hold my interest a lot. Um, yeah. and, and, right, and, and you you want to watch it number one for research to see how people think. Number mm-hmm. two to survive. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So that's that's very important. And 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 just see how all that plays out. So that's always very interesting. All right, definitely that there. And um, anything else you want me to tell uh, you want to tell your your fans about uh, book one and book two of that series? Well, um, a lot of people ask, well, why did it have to go with book two? Because <laughs> book one basically is just a setup. It's a setup to show you basically what the person is thinking when they're committing these offensive things that they're doing. You know, you. Uh, I like to try to say uh, a lot of times. I like to try to put the uh, the person, the diabolical mind, in the story because there are a lot of people that actually think that way, and a lot of people think, okay, well, she's just making these things up. A lot of times, my books are based on something I know firsthand or something that I saw. So it's basically based on something true. So and with the game. You go. Let me put it this way: You're gonna think you know who did it, but then you're gonna get a flip flop, okay. and you're gonna be like, "Okay, I'm not sure about that person did it." But you're gonna think you know who did it, and then the end is gonna just be like, "I can't believe that happened." Nice. Okay, got me excited about that. All right, and uh, tell me about your upcoming book. That um, yeah, tell us about that. Uh, once again, it's called Deception, uh, a mafia romance. Um, I was a little nervous about doing it because, like I said, I don't have firsthand knowledge of the mafia. I'm going to make that clear. <laughs> but, I, I, like I said, I did watch a lot of shows. And uh, uh, Unique, who represents me, you know, she always said, well, why don't you do a mafia book? You know, you're doing all these twists and turns. That would be a good mafia book. So I, I finally sat down and I did it. And I sent it to her, and she loved it. And she said, okay, I need a part two to this. So I said, wow. And I was like, okay, I'm on cloud nine. It's working out. But, uh, yeah, it, I mean, it's a tale as old as time. It's a person. It's about a guy who didn't really want to be in the mafia, but, of course, was born into it. And then all of a sudden, he finds love. But there's strings to that love come to find out. This that person that he fell in love with didn't know all her roots, and she has ties to the mafia. And then there's somebody trying to take the the main character out because they want whatever they want. I mean, it's just uh, so many people, so many things they want to do, and so it's just so much craziness. <laughs> Great, and that one, of course, that seems interesting as well too. And, and and I see that suspense coming out in um, that uh, that that mafia angle too, which is great, very good. And of course, Unique has uh, that connected us together. Shout out to her; she's mm-hmm. always great, and she keeps me on top too. So she's always great there. All right. And um, anything? Do you have a date? For that book, just to let your fans know, or a guesstimated uh, pres- uh, date? <laughs> well, I'm looking, I'm hoping, praying that we can get it out by the end of this week coming up. 
right now is with the editor, you know, and um, this editor, I know she likes to go through with a fine tooth comb. So she did tell me she was working on it this weekend. And um, yeah, if she could just get it back to me, I can make the corrections. The cover is already done. And so um, that's the only thing we're waiting on. Nice, nice. And can you describe that process? Because I know, I know you discussed this early in the show, but can you describe that process of, um, of after the, from after writing the book to the editor, to the final, to the, to the final stage? Um, well, what I normally like to do is I, I write it, then I try to go back to do the corrections. You know, I use whatever uh, editing process to, to check the wording because my fingers move so quickly and my brain is not always in tune with it. So I got a lot of words, you know, sometimes I'll be messed up. So I try, you know, sometimes I may, I may check it chapter by chapter as I'm writing but a lot of times when it's done, okay, I'll go back and I'll read it. I'll make the corrections. And sometimes you add things. So there's a lot of times you miss things. And you're like, okay, I need a little bit more emotion in this one. I need to make sure I'm not just telling the story. I want the people to be involved in the story. So then you do that. Sometimes you let it sit and then come back a couple of days later and read it yourself. Because you got to distance yourself from being the writer and move on to being the reader because you have to try to see what they want, what they're going to see when they read the book. So then once you're satisfied enough with that, um, you contact the editor. I have two that I normally go to and um, they try to get you one list. And a lot of times they busy because them editors be doing a lot of editing a lot of times. And um, yeah, you get on their list and they'll tell you when it's going to be done and you tell them how many words and whatnot. And then they tell you when they're going to have it done. As far as me, I do my own book covers. So I design the cover. I put it together, everything else. A lot of people, a lot of times, have to go shopping for a book cover. So um, they either go to, there's a lot of different sites on Facebook that you can go and buy a cover. And then once it all comes back, you go on Amazon and put it up there to have it uh, to have it distribute. In this case, I said, in this case, my it went a little differently since uh, Unique is representing me. She got to read the book first to make sure it was what it was supposed to be. So in that case, she read it first and didn't went to the editor. But basically, that's all it is. You just find and make sure you have an editor that you can trust. Trust is a big part when it comes down to this process. Right, right, and that you, you, that's important. Um, I re, I remember a good an author friend of mine. I was reading. Uh, well, this was more format, so that wasn't the case. But actually, there was another book I was reading, and it was great. I loved the plot. It was paranormal sci-fi, no paranormal fantasy, and I was loving it. But it, there was so much, there was not much, there were just mistakes as far as grammar mistakes. And yeah, then, I mean, and, and, and yeah. that's the unfortunate thing because it can take away from a really good story. Right. I've had that happen to me before because um, I was T.M. Pikett before. And a lot of times I didn't have control over that when I was under, when I was under after hours. So, you know, sometimes people will say, okay, well, the grammar wasn't, you know, I had to stop reading after the first page for whatever reason. 
And then sometimes they would come back and say, you know what? I was able to get past that and I loved the book. But it was the fact that they had to come back instead of enjoying it in the first sitting that really bothered me. I want the fans to enjoy. That's the whole thing about it. I want them to enjoy. I thank them for taking their time out of their lives to read a story that I put together. So I definitely want them to enjoy enjoy themselves. Right, right, definitely. And 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 aspiring authors and authors, just just a just a tip. Those those Amazon reviews can get uh, if if it, now me personally I'm not going to do that I will personally tell the author hey I'm 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 recognizing some grammar mistakes here here and here I won't go on Amazon review and do that but they will tear your book up for some uh, yes yeah. yeah and that's another thing you gotta really have a thick skin because mm-hmm. the point of the matter is not everybody's gonna get what you put out. And that's understandable because everybody has the right to dislike it. Everybody has the freedom of like and dislike or whatever. And sometimes the people behind a keyboard, you know, they are really vicious. They forget that this is somebody's hard work and that somebody put a piece of their soul into it. And um, I've had it happen to me. And I've literally one time said, I'm not going to write any longer. I just said, I'm done. I won't do it. I took a year off. And I just said, I, I couldn't do it because I was so hurt by what one person said. But then my husband said, you know, it's one person. It's one person. You're always going to find out one person that's going to think that they are the English major or whatever, and that they could just rip your book apart. And then he said, you know, look at the other things, other comments or whatever. And, you know, you may have four or five comments that are not good. Who knows? But believe me, when you get that one, two, three people that love your book and that are contacting you, because people will literally FaceTime you, they will message you, they will do all kinds of things to find, to really talk to you about the character that they like. So, you know, just keep that in mind when that does happen. Okay, don't don't let it break you. That's the important part. Right, that's, that's definitely uh, an important uh, tip to remember as well. All right. Okay. And um, and I know we've discussed future projects as far as books. Is there anything else that you have that, that's not necessarily books, but maybe book-related or something even not book-related? Well, I'm hoping to move into movies. Um, I really would like to, to, to have more books because I, I really think in the literary er- arena – all these wonderful books that are out could really be great movies. I don't think you should have to wait for your book to sell like 20 million copies, like Fifty Shades of Grey or something, for it to become a, 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 a movie. A lot of great books are out there that I think would do well. So I'm hoping that if I, right now, there's a channel that's doing more, um, they're turning more books into films. So I've submitted a couple of books there Hopefully that will work, and I will continue to submit until it finally works out. But then at the same time, I'm trying to learn how to write a screenplay, so that way I'm changing the books that I do own, that I can turn those into screenplays, and then maybe send it to, you know, Amazon has a film department, or maybe Hulu or whoever, and try to get the books uh, the books into movies. And that way, I can bring more authors on 
that have books out there that should become movies because I think we can all help each other. It's enough room for all of us. Right, right, definitely, definitely. And and speaking on that subject, I know some other authors who want to get onto that as well. Um, also, Twitter, Twitter, surprisingly, well, not surprisingly, but Twitter has uh, once in a while, t uh, I'll see on my feed, uh, authors, publishers, people who are looking for authors for film or for some publication submission. Sometimes I see that on Facebook too. It's always good to check that, to check Twitter and Facebook as well. I try to retweet submissions if I remember um, but I, I'll definitely make a more effort. Uh, I do retweet. I do retweet submissions in uh, the Colors and Darkness group. That is a uh, Facebook group for sci-fi, horror, and um, fantasy, paranormal authors of color. So yeah, um, I, I've done two vampire movies, and then I—I I mean, two vampire books, and then I did another one under a different name. So. I, I'm good with, I, I love paranormal as well. Oh, good. I'll have, yeah, I'm definitely going to read those as well. And you just actually answered my surprise question for you. So <laughs> good. Hats off to you. Um, so great, great. And my last question for me, for you is, um, any, and you were also giving more, uh, you were already giving us advice, but any more advice for aspiring writers such as myself? Don't give up. That's the, I mean, this business, it's great when it's, when it's good, but it can be treacherous. I mean, don't give up. Don't let the little small obstacles stop you. And remember, no matter how many times a story is told, it's always what matters is the voice of the person telling the story. You and I can tell the same story but yours may be totally different because you may tell it in a different way. So don't worry if you find that, oh my God, somebody has another story out there like mine. Because I, I do actually have a book and a lady contacted me like last week and told me we have the same title. I found that her book is almost similar to mine. And I and and I promote her book too. I said, because you know what? You, you have your own voice. I have my own voice and it's enough room for us all. So just keep pushing and know who you are because you don't want anybody to come in and change who you are. Okay. Who you are is important. Right. That's, that's always important and, and good. And, and you, you touched on something as well, uh, ladies and gentlemen, and those of you who've been my followers since I've been on true radio network, we did discuss and I did discuss an issue with a, um, and I'm sure you heard about it, but I'm not going to get into it now. Um, an issue where two people, two authors have the same title, uh, similar to what you're saying. Mm -hmm. One author, one author didn't know because they were on two separate genres. And I'm mm -hmm. sure you've heard about this. One author didn't know. She went around and uh, that's the author I follow. She went around, you know, do, uh, promoting her book and promoting other books. Another author uh, found out through, uh, uh, well, I'll, I'll, I'll be fair, found out through one of her reader friends that said, had complained because uh, she got the wrong, she, she, she looked it up on Amazon and she got mm. the wrong book because she got uh, my author friend's book. 
Mm. And that turned into a whirlwind, and I'm sure you heard about it. Um, and it, it was, and it was pointless. And it, and it, and she tried to take action against my author friend, but it, it, it kind of backfired onto her. So it was crazy. It was, I think this was either last year or the year before. And I was like, what the heck? And, and it was, it was, and, and it could have been solved by just saying, hey, we've got the same title. I just wanted to let, you know, but it could have been in a nice way, just like, yeah. it, not like yeah. you, it could have been like, okay, let's cross promote. Boom. Now you yeah, got it, The <laughs> other author, she just contacted me. She said, look, it was no harm. She said, I just wanted to let you know, we had the exact same title. And then when I went to go look and read the synopsis of her book, we had the same story, just different details. Right. And I told her, I contacted her back after I found out, and I said, okay. I said, how about this? We just promote each other's book. We just, right. I mean, it's, it, it's so it's so many things to worry about in life. I just don't have time for that part. I don't have time <laughs> to sit up there and be like, well, you stole, okay, if I know you right out stolen, that's something different. Right. But if, if it's just a coincidence, because how many times can you tell a, a story, boy meets girl, girl meets boy, vampire bite girl, whatever, you know, I mean, it, it's how you each person tells the story that matters. So I don't have time to go through all that. When she told me that, I said, you know what, I'll read your book later on this week. It was good. I, I didn't even worry about it. Right, right. That, that's that's how it should be, and and you know p people can take lessons from that as well. All right. So, anything else you want to let your fans know about your works and your writing process or anything? Um. Well, you know, I don't have. I think people would be surprised to find out. I don't have a normal writing process. A lot of times, people do outlines, and I've tried it. But it doesn't work for me. I really have to just go to the computer and I just start typing to see where I'm going. And then after the first maybe one or two chapters, I'll probably do an outline because then I know, okay, I want this character to suffer this way or I want this character to rejoice in this way. But I don't do the normal thing like most people. I see all the time they post, oh, I'm doing an outline. I'm like, wow, I just wish I could do that, but I can't. And then I just learned, it's not my writing process. So one thing I will also tell people is if you have your own unique way of doing things and it's productive, then keep it that way. Don't change it. Do it your way so that way you can, if the success is yours. Nice, nice. All right. And before we go, tell us the, the title of your vampire book. Oh, um, uh, uh, oh, 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 man! I, I'm trying to remember. Um, oh, what was it? Is that the TM Pikey? Um, uh, I can't remember. You can't miss it. Get vampire teeth on it. <laughs> okay, but that you—it it, was—I'm I'm writing it down. You're under TM uh, Pikey. That was your pen name for that book. Yes, yes, okay, yes. Well, I was, trust I, me. I, I'm trying to. Uh, uh, I'm trying to remember. So it was so, it wasn't that long ago, it was like a year and a half ago, but I I can't remember it right now. Hold on, I'm about to pull it up. Give me one minute. 
Fish. Oh, okay, there you go. The faded ones. The faded ones. Okay, for some reason that sounds familiar. Hmm. All right, I'll, I'll let you know if I if I saw that or I read part of that before, because that you that pin name sounds really familiar. So I'm gonna, I'm about to first I'll look on my Kindle to see. Yeah, let me see. Nice. Hmm. Yeah, your your pen name looks for. Oh, hmm. I probably scrolled past it, but but that looks really really familiar. So I'll definitely have to look that up. <laughs> <laughs> So great, great. Well, we have come to the end of the show. And uh, real quick, tell your audience where if you uh, where they can reach you. Um, well, I seem to be on uh, every day. I'm on TikTok as Arthur S. Frost. Uh, I'm on Instagram as Arthur S. Frost also. Or you could go to TM Pikey because I'm on both of them. Uh, on the Instagram and Facebook, I am under Arthur S. Frost as well. Okay, great, great. So ladies and gentlemen, there you have it. There she is. And we have come to the end of Katara's Cafe. Once again, thank you, S. Frost, for stopping by. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, make sure you check out my shows. Make sure you check out the Starting Five show on Wednesdays at 9 o'clock usually. Sometimes we start at eight. We discuss politics, uh, sports, and, and other it topics that come up. So, and as you know, it can get fiery at times. So make sure you check that out. And everybody else, have a great weekend, and we are out. Mm -hmm.